We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive yeah, yeah, Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And did you watch the MTV Movie and TV Awards 2021 last night? Because Justin Hartley and Sophia Pernis made their first public appearance as a couple at the hashtag MTV Awards. Do you feel like because the Golden Globes are like canceled, <laughs> the MTV TV and Movie Awards were like, our turn, our turn. This is the replacement. Yeah, this is the I replacement. I did watch about five minutes of it. I couldn't go on and not because like it was bad. It's just such a like transparent PR release of an award show. Not that every show isn't a PR release of award show, but there's yeah. something mixed with like the coming off of COVID pandemic thing and award shows that makes it feel like basically everybody who showed up won mm -hmm. and it was just very obvious that was the case, you know? Like there's there's something about even the Golden Globes, even though we knew that forever that people were basically it was pay to play. They did a good job with the smoke and mirrors of making you think that it was more elegant and more high they profile and more A-list than it was. More fun to be there so that you would just think, oh, somebody just might want to be here for this because it's fun and they'll get to like see all their actor friends. The yeah. MTV movie and TV awards, the audience is like fans. So it, it doesn't it feels more like a show versus a industry event it's like emails that i don't read from from our what's read up to gmail.com account like come to life <laughs> it's every pr yeah. email that i do not open just like on stage in front of me hosted by nikki glazer wait who hosted it last night it was leslie jones 
She's great. That's like a perfect job. She for has her. a very good energy. She's yeah. a great host, uh, which I think doesn't she host Supermarket Sweep too? Like she's a good yes. host. Yeah. She gives everything the exact same amount of energy. She gives yeah. everything her all. Yeah, totally. A lot totally. of people seem lazy, and if it is easy for her, she doesn't really telegraph that. Right. Uh, and then it was funny because I did notice that Scarlett Johansson. Didn't. She they gave her like the Generation Award, which by the way, like Billy, I want to say Zane, Billy, <laughs> what's his name? Billy. Who? Billy from like from like Pose. Porter? Oh, Billy, Billy Porter. Porter. Like I want to some... say Zane. <laughs> it's not He's Zane. like, "I want you to say Zane too." Billy Zane is desperate for you to say Zane. Billy Porter, who I guess worked with Scarlett Johansson in honestly I cannot remember. This is like the this is like the Kevin Bacon of movies. I have no idea when they worked together. He like Zoom presented. And when I say Zoom, I don't mean on Zoom. I mean like on video. He video mm-hmm. presented her and then she video accepted and I was like, "Okay, we can't have an entire package of a generational, this is the generational award or whatever. And then it's all just virtual acceptance. Like at that point, you got to cancel uh, it. You know, it's not okay. exciting. And they're going to be in the new little shop of horrors together, apparently. Oh, so that's when they work together. Yeah. Okay. So the award that we usually care about is best breakthrough, aka like best new artist or whatever. And that was, of course, won by Reggae Jean Page, which, you mm-hmm. know, is no surprise to anyone. He wasn't there either, by the way. Um, <laughs> but the award that I didn't even know existed, most frightened performance. <laughs> Thank you. I was the most frightened. <laughs> that's cool. You know, it's a horror show, so that's probably, that's good. Um, I'm like, I thought Best Kiss was, you know, the weirdest, but most frightened performance. Most frightened doesn't even really mean that you are talented. <laughs> you know? Like, you just look it's scared. Not best. <laughs> it, you just look very scared. And it was Victoria Pedretti? Yeah, Victoria, the haunting of Bly Manor mm. girl won. I said her name like I knew it. Frightened. <laughs> the funniest thing was it was, you know, a bunch of women and then Vince Vaughn, <laughs> which I was like, this is like great. They also awarded best kiss to the couple from Outer Banks that is a couple in real life. So, like, they love that shit. You know who they gave best movie to? Here are the nominees for best movie. Okay. This so killed me. It sounds like we're going somewhere and then <laughs> we don't go anywhere. So, it's. <laughs> and then we take. It's the meme of the car spiraling <laughs> off the highway. You know, okay, like, so the, we just. The veer first nominee. And compare this in your mind to the Oscars. Not that it has to be the same as the Oscars. In fact, it should not be the same as the Oscars. But just think in your mind what the movies were that we were talking about this year. Here are the nominees for best movie Borat. Judas and the Black Messiah, Promising Young Woman, Soul, and To All the Boys, Always and Forever. Which one of these doesn't belong? (laughs) Which one of these stands out to you like a sore Noah Centineo-sized thumb? To All the Boys, colon, Always and Forever. The winner. It won. It won best. (laughs) Who's voting? (laughs) Like, what? It was like someone named like Amy Reed at... K and B P R like Amy voted, you know, like it's just it's everyone who sends the emails voted. And then I find out, and I told you this, that not only is the MTV Movie and TV Awards, or is it TV and Movie? I don't know. It's MTV the TV. MTV TV and Movie, movie and Awards. TV Movie and TV because they had the movie at the top of the logo and the TV. They tried to connect the movie and TV yeah, with that you were weird ampersand. Yeah, and yeah, so okay. I didn't realize that they split the show into two nights. So literally, like. <laughs> They didn't get to half the awards, and they're having another night of awards called, like, 
unscripted, meaning I think it's just all reality TV, which is not the worst idea. They did scripted last night. They're doing unscripted tonight. It's so funny to split them. And then tonight we'll find out who won best new unscripted series brought to you by Sonic Drive-In. Ah. Will it be Bling Empire, Cardi Tries, Selena Plus Chef, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, or VH1 Family Reunion Love and Hip Hop Edition? We'll find out tonight when Nikki Glazer tells us <laughs> the new host. Hollywood Life gave Nikki Glazer five things to know about her. That's so nice. Very nice. And would you like to know? So the first one is Nikki Glazer is a stand-up comedian and host. Okay. I think that's kind of all you need to know about Nikki Glazer when you are a comedian and host. That's it. That's all I need to know. Right, right. And I already knew it. Can you guess what number two was? What What is the number two thing to know about Nikki Glazer? Like she was born in Chicago or something. I mean, you're actually close. It's just she's from Ohio. I was very close. She's from Ohio. She was on Dancing with the Stars. She's a dog mom. And she's an actress. Number five. She's an actress. We sort of scoffed at the idea of Lily James and Sebastian Stan starring as Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee in a new Hulu miniseries. I did, at least, because both of those people are so kind of traitless and boring and But maybe that's what the, the secret. And then you see these photos of them, and they look just like them. And it seems almost like to oversimplify the thing when you're like, they look just like them. I'm being, I'm falling for the trap, but is the show actually going to be good? And my argument is already, the show is good simply because they look like them. I think that that's enough. That's quite the argument. In this sort of show, the looking, the way you look is half to six, 65, 70%. I would argue that it's at least half the battle and they look at amazing. And I would give like all, I would give 75% of that to the hair and makeup people on this hair incredible program. Geniuses. And then I would give 25% to the fact that you're right, they're a little traitless. I know they both have like, especially Sebastian Stan, like big fandoms and like people like them. And especially Lily Jane's of recent has like come out of her. Hooness, meaning Obscurity. like we're yeah. like, oh, we know who this woman is a little bit at least because she's had some scandal. She's had Mamma Mia too, incredible performance, and so. <laughs> but also, even then, she was cast because she was supposed to be the woman who looks kind of like Meryl Streep. You know, like she's cast yeah. to be young Meryl Streep. But she's in some like cool stuff recently, and this is sure. going to be really yeah. cool. And I think like this, you're right. Like half the battle is looking the part, but they mm-hmm. it's uncanny. Like. They gave her Pamela Anderson boobies and whatever type of plastic or silicone or breastplate or whatever drag queen magic they did to her top is incredible. (laughs) But what's funny is the uncanniness of it all got them pressed. Therefore, Pam Anderson, who is apparently not thrilled this movie is being made or this series is being made, which is interesting because I think the series is supposed to kind of reclaim because she's not involved with it. I don't think she feels like it's reclaiming shit, you know? I'm not making money off this. I'm not telling my story. I just feel like you'd have to be the biggest idiot on the planet to make a show about these two people in 2021 and not make it sympathetic or empathetic towards Pamela Anderson. It's one thing to have it be sympathetic. It's another thing to, like, involve them in it, which is a dangerous road to go down for Mm -hmm. many reasons. But... It means that what's going to happen is Pamela Anderson's friend is going to tell the son, quote, Pamela has no intention of watching this god-awful show. Absolutely not. Never. She's never heard of the actors playing her or Tommy. and She doesn't (laughs) care to know them. She and her whole family think the show is a cheap knockoff. The whole thing is a joke to them. Which is like, you know, all 
all press is good press and that's kind of good press but it is like it really shows how uninvolved she is and he is mm-hmm. with the thing about their lives so but I think sh- she's smart enough and has been doing this long enough to know that like she's playing by the rules now right like this is what you do you you are outraged at first and I'm sure she is outraged I'm sure it must be annoying to have your whole life made into a show that you kind of had no involvement in. But not in a show that you don't really know what it's about. You just know it's about your sex tape and you'd rather not ever talk about your sex tape ever again because it's really stressful. But she knows that when this show comes out, she'll be able to do more press than she's done in 20 years. Yeah. Talking about everything it got wrong, everything it got right. She and Lily are going to meet at one point. It's going to be an iconic photo. Like, (laughs) I, I think deep down, as frustrating as it has to be, she must know that ultimately I think this will be good for her. And yeah. she's had her share of bad press over the past couple of years, too. No, it's so, true. I mean, she stole a woman's husband, moved to Canada with him. I don't know. Like, what else mm-hmm. is there? Okay. Yeah. And then it's fun- funnier or even weirder. Courtney Love, who apparently is Pam Anderson's friend, posted on Facebook. You know, you can do like a fake location. I think she did like a fake location. It says, Courtney Love is at Disgusting Behavior HQ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and she said, I find this outrageous. She's She was saying where she was when she saw the sex tape. It was really upsetting. Yes. Um, I banned everyone from discussing it. Destroyed my friend Pamela's life. Um, last week, I was asked to approve using a Rolling Stone cover of mine shot by Mark Selinger in this piece of shit that they had approved. I said, fuck no. Shocked. So I guess they wanted to use the image of a magazine, although I'm not sure why she would have the rights to. Th- I mean, I mean, I bet they were just showing like contemporaneous stuff to but like set the scene. And there's that be... iconic Rolling Stone of her alone, you know. On no, the cover. I know, and I just wonder if that if that means there's a Courtney Love in the movie or a reference to her. But mm. like, I don't think she would have the right to refuse using her image that was in a magazine. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not, she doesn't own that. I think a lot of that is also, it's just, it's it's out of politeness, but uh, whatever. Anyway, oh, she God, ends this the same, him. she ends this on the same shitty note as uh, Pam does. And she says, and shame on Lily James, whoever the fuck she is. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the number one insult against this woman they truly don't know is I don't know you. And, you know, for our purposes, it is a little funny. Whoever the fuck she is, I'm sure that, like, Lily James seems pretty funny. Like, she seems kind of fun, right? I bet she Maybe? thinks God, funny. I don't know what she I is. I bet she thinks They must funny. think this is funny. I mean, I'm they just saying, like, this is funny. It, it is interesting that even in a day and age where all these kind of re-looks at these passings are sympathetic, the people involved still get mad. And not because, like, it's going to make them seem, it's going to change the story, because I'm sure they love that, but because they're not involved. And I get yeah. it. It's like, you don't get to tell my reclaimed ass story. You know, I tell my reclaimed ass story, mm-hmm. but it's a lose-lose with that. And unfortunately, I will be watching. <laughs> oh. I will no, be are watching. You kidding? Are you Hulu kidding? Hulu, ad-free. Mom. My love. Hi, Mom. If someone straight up asked me who my mom is, usually I just shut down. I don't really say nothing about it. I'll just be like, uh, she was an actress. And they're like, oh, what show? And I'm like, uh, Baywatch. And they're like, oh, no way. What character? And I'm like, uh, CJ. No way. Your mom was Pamela Anderson. I'm just like, this is why I don't tell anybody. <laughs> my homeowner. I haven't seen my mom in forever. She moved to France when Trump got elected and just was like, peace out. So then you have, we have some some relationships 
uh, just one new relationship. Thomas Jane and Anne Hesh well, have been together for a while, new. but <laughs> right. But they're like they've never debuted. You know, they've never been on the carpet together, and they finally they finally showed up. Clutching each other, smooching each other, leaning on each other, looking kind of hot, you know, like they're a we hot love to couple. see a middle-aged couple. They're a hot yeah, couple. Great. How did you guys come to the project? Yeah. He asked me to do it. I did. But he did, did it behind my back. Uh, I said I... I know, and I said yes anyway. Uh, I said I needed someone I could push around. And it's continued since. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> he was he's from Hung, most famously, mm-hmm. that show Hung about the dad with the big dick. I don't remember mm-hmm. what that show is about. I'm sorry. Is that what it's about? And Hesh is like, I'll tell you what it's about. <laughs> it's- like no. Well, she was on it too, wasn't she? Also on. She Hung? played. They played a divorced couple, which is cute. Which okay. means they had That's like cute. interesting chemistry at that in that, and they got back together years later. Because I think they got together in 2019, so not long ago, but definitely it's been in out there. I like just they didn't weren't going. Know. And they weren't going out on the town in 2020, you know, in the in the prime of their relationship. Yeah, you know? they, I guess they were friends for many years, and then they mm-hmm. just fell into a relationship. And she's been in the news God. recently because she's making those shitty TikToks about Ellen. God, they both look like they're on their way to see like an Elvis cover band in Las Vegas. I'd you know, love like that oh my God, them. the way they're dressed. He uh, looks it's like very different. He definitely aged in a way that I don't recognize him as much as I would. Like she looks the exact same. <laughs> They're both like they both look great. They're dressed well, but something about their vibes and their clothes make it very easy to picture both of these outfits looking kind of schlubby after mm-hmm. like five hours of partying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And don't forget, he was married to Patricia Arquette. I forgot. She, I forgot. Okay, and mm-hmm. she was with a guy named James Tupper. They were mm-hmm. in for each other for ten years. Okay. This relationship okay. apparently started in 2019 because I went to find this an old us that was like, when does this begin? And it said the pair who recently opened up their the pair who recently opened up about their relationship in the German magazine Bunt. <laughs> I was like, in the what? In the what? What? In the who? What? What? But it turns out <laughs> that they didn't Bunt. open up about their relationship in Bunt. It was like Bunt caught um, what's his face, hung guy James. They caught him on the red carpet and asked him about it, and he said, and he said, like I. They said, but app- this is by the way, this is translated from by Google from German to English. But apparently, it only sparked now. But really, when asked how the couple imagines a perfect vacation, Thomas Jane raves with a crush. Hashtag lying in bed with her all day. Quote. <laughs> Quote. Not hashtag. Oh, I said hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag lying in bed with her all day. It'd be funny if you said that to a German magazine. Well, Boont, hashtag lying in bed with her all day is how I imagine a perfect vacation. God, my kingdom for footage of Anne Hesch saying, thank you, Boont. (laughs) Thomas, you know, we remember we talked to Boont that one time, Thomas? Us Weekly got scooped by Boont yet again. We have some sad news. Okay. Three bits of sad news. Splits, right? These are we splits. We have three splits. Okay. Trevor Noah and Minka Kelly are officially split as predicted. It's over, over, over. Oh, no. that The other Katie Holmes and Emilio Vitolo Jr. are the as predicted one. Well, Trevor okay, Noah and Minka me. Kelly are split. I also, ex- I didn't expect you, Trevor you Noah and Minka Kelly to stay together. I thought they'd get married. I thought they seemed perfect no, for each other, honestly. Didn't. MFEO. MFEO to me. Uh, okay, um, I guess. I like this line from People. Over the weekend, this is sort of proof that they're donezo. Over the weekend, Noah was seen partying in Miami with DJ Steve Aoki and Dave Grootman. 
uh-huh, yep, that's that <laughs> means you're single. I'm sorry, there's no counter to this. If yeah. Noah is seen, if Trevor Noah is seen partying, if anyone is seen partying in Miami with Steve, Steve Aoki, Aoki and Dave, Dave Grutman, it means Grubman? they're broken up. They're, no, they're broken up. They're single yeah. as hell. Meanwhile, Kelly recently went on vacation to Mexico with friends, with friends, as documented on her Instagram page. Quote, when it feels good to feel good, palm tree emoji. She captioned a recent photo of her wearing a bikini and smiling below a palm tree. That's also single behavior. I mean, what's feels good crazy to feels good? about these two, this is the epitome, the epitome of one of those celebrity relationships where everyone gives a shit when they get together. Oh my God, they're together. These two, crazy. And then when they break up, it's a whisper. No one cares. It doesn't matter. And then years later, somebody goes, oh, wasn't Trevor Noah with Mika Kelly? And it's like, oh yeah, they broke up like six months later or whatever. Because the random, the, the novelty is what's the surprise. It's like, oh, I don't really care about them, but it's random. Yeah, and nobody yeah. was invested All in the I relationship. All I care about is the randomness. Uh-huh. To care that it's over. Exactly. Okay, but this relationship, the next one, I was deeply invested in. But I knew they were going to end. Kate, it was a summer fling. It was a mask fling. It was a mask hang, you know? It was a mask hang. The moment they were maskless, the love was gone. Katie Holmes she, and Emilio Vitolo Do you think she Jr. finally done. saw the bottom of his face? I'm kidding. They kissed, <laughs> they sucked face all day long across the city, the sweet ass city. And so she definitely saw the bottom of his face. She probably mm. only saw the bottom of his face most probably. days. Probably. Mm, probably. So they broke up, and there were some sources who spoke to i think this was daily mail i don't think they're even um who are these sources pulling from other places like just me at their restaurant that i've dined at every night since the pandemic <laughs> quote Amelia was in a bad mood while working on thursday night he seemed stressed the eyewitness said adding that he celebrated a pal's birthday with drinks after me the restaurant at the closed. restaurant all night the, sh- the chef 33 was seen quote smiling and having a good time after hours with a female friend and other pals quote having the support of his friends has helped him with the breakup the insider ads meanwhile katie holmes is like who what are you talking about i don't remember i don't remember someone named emilio vitolo well, jr i'm sorry did surmise they broke up because like sh- it was suri's birthday which i don't even want to say how old suri is it literally makes and me feel go. like i'm a yeah. i'm a falling apart skeleton i'm like a mummy like kill me uh mm-hmm. he wasn't involved in the birthday whatever the yeah. birthday celebrations were he wasn't there so people were like yeah. mm, interesting i think they're broken up no one's surprised. He's allegedly already back on Raya. We got a call about this as well. Someone saw him on Raya. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, last split. Carrie and Anaba split from her. I hate to say I didn't know she was boyfriend. together. I didn't know she was together. Well, she she was together. She was together. And she split from her boyfriend, Fabian Viteri. And the way she split was very... Um, if you don't remember, Carrie and Anaba, we haven't talked about her in a minute. Um... Because we always talk about her because of the talk, because other drama goes down in the talk, and Carrie Ann Anaba has to just like diffuse it. Right, she's usually like the not drama usually doesn't involve in the Carrie drama. She's usually the onlooker of the drama, and she maintains her composure and her like I don't know grace and or just professional. Ism? Uh-huh. Professionalism? Why uh-huh. can't I say that? Professionalism. Uh-huh. Future Lindsay here. She recently took a break, a quote break from the talk. Hi everyone. So I wanted to let you know personally that I have decided to take a leave of absence from the talk to focus on my well-being. I know you guys understand health is the most important thing. So I appreciate your support. I appreciate the love and support from the talk family and I hope to be back soon. And here we have her kind of becoming the headline 
she broke up with her boyfriend. And the reason we know is because she made this extremely long Instagram story about it. The first one is a selfie. One of them is, I am single, period, again. And she's sort of peering into the lens. And then the next frame is, I am also, dot, 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 space, space, space. Grateful for what it was. Confused. Uncertain of the future. Sad. Hopeful. Trying to allow the emotions. Trying to be strong. Allowing myself space to cry. I will grow. I will evolve. And I will survive this too. And I will honor the gift that it was. That's nice. It's very nice, but it's lo- it's like very emotional, and the re- and then like we never see this from her, so I'm sort of like, whoa, Carrie Ann, like Carrie Ann and is like wearing her heart on her sleeve, and I realized I knew nothing about her before. I mean, this. to be fair, I don't see much from her because I don't yeah follow her really, but yes, we don't see this from her in the press. Mm-hmm. You found her ex, and his his Instagram name is at offroad underscore husky. Like he's just a guy. <laughs> He's just a guy. And they met while they were walking their dogs. That's cute as hell. 95% of his Instagram feed is the dog. And then occasionally you'll see like, I was like, oh, he probably doesn't post much. But no, he posts all the time. It's just that it's usually the dog. And then like Carrie Ann and Abba will pop in 24 weeks ago over Thanksgiving. And there she is. She talked about her falling in love with him on the talk. I have fallen in love. And I am now in a committed relationship. And it was, oh, yay! it happened, Mrs. O, you asked for it. Remember for the beginning of the year, we, yes. met, we did our dreams and our wishes for everybody. You called yes, it. Yes, of course. So thank you. I wish you had done it earlier, but anyway. What's particularly bleak about that clip is because it was done kind of. Mm, oh no, did it air mid-COVID? like recently? Okay. No, but it looked like this. I just pasted it into the doc. Oh, oh my God. A giant screen of Sharon Osbourne's face. God. Between them. Cheryl Underwood is maybe 25 feet away from Carrie Ann Anaba, and between the two of them is a gigantic face of Sharon Osbourne. Okay, I have to say it's kind of iconic that they gave a screen of Sharon Osbourne's face a side table. Like, everyone has a side table, and so does Sharon Osbourne's screen. You know, she used to date Artem Shingvitsev. I had a feeling that they do Dancing with the Stars she together. Was a dancer. Is that why? Well, yeah, but yeah. She, she, was a, she was a fly girl, so she was a dancer first. So she was an actual she, like, dancer, dancer. Yeah, I think she was that's an actual how she dancer. got her start, right? I always... She got her start being a dancer, then she like became a TV personality because she was a judge on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, yes, of course she was. Okay, I knew yeah. that's how I know her. Yeah, that's her deal. I always forget and remember that. Okay, uh, let's move on. This story is funny, although I'm like, I have no skin in the game and like barely understand any of the characters, but I laughed, you know? Mm-hmm. We talked about the boy band Blue for like one minute and I truly for one minute, forget yeah. who they... I I wish I could tell you why we talked about them. Oh, here it is. Blue Lee Ryan is having a baby with an Ariana Grande impersonator. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Okay. It's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to me now. Anyways, Blue is in the news again. I can't believe we're talking about Blue, this boy band, again. Why is this happening? I know. Why is this happening? But it did make, this story did make me laugh. One of them went on a podcast, uh, Anthony Costa. Anthony. Anthony, sorry, it's not Anthony. It's Anthony. Oh God, it's not Anthony. It's the blue Anthony. fans are going to call again. The blue fans are going to call again, and they're going to have crystal clear calls. Oh, sorry. The Daily Mail calls him Anthony, then calls him Anthony. It's not my freaking okay, fault. Okay. okay? So but it he, is Anthony. He goes on 
Ben Hanlon's Ben Behaving Dadly podcast, which is a whole other can of worms you don't want to open. Well, I did open it, and he's a magician and presenter. I don't really know anything more about that. He goes on this podcast called Ben Behaving Dadly, which I assume is about fatherhood. I don't know. I don't want to look it up. And he tells a story where Donatella Versace was a big fan of the band Blur. So she wanted the band Blur to come to Milan Fashion Week. Okay? So she told her aides, please send out Blur. The band Blur. And guess who they sent out? That's right. Blue. The band Blue. <laughs> <laughs> and she met them. And the story is that. So she's obviously gone to a PR. Go and get me Blue. Wow. And, but we were like the new band out. So they must have thought, oh, she means Blue. Wow. And yeah. She invited Blue and not Blur. Wow. That is brilliant. <laughs> but we got kitted out. So I was sweet. And then Donatella reposted a Daily Mail story that said, quote, she wanted blur, not blue. Anthony Costa reveals being flown to Milan Fashion Week on a jet in 2001, dot, 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 after Donatella Versace's AIDS mistook the pop stars for the indie icons. And Donatella added her own caption, which is, well, dot, 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 I've still not met blur. (laughs) She's still, she's still fucking dying to meet Blur. She's still out here dying to meet Blur. Someone put Blur on a plane and get She's them like, to Donatella. She's like, give me coffee and TV by my favorite band, Blur. It's really funny that one of Donatella's Versace's favorite bands is Blur. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's also that really it's funny that weird. one of her assistants, not to be like, like, you have to be a pretty bad assistant to mix up blue and blur. Like how? Sorry. Come on. No, it's fully. It's fully. She got she got Annie. She got Annie from the Devil Wears Prada. One copy. What are my twins going to do with that? Share. No, no, I made two copies and had them covered, reset and bound so that they wouldn't look like manuscripts. This is an extra copy to have in file, you know. And now this poor assistant has to get her like the unpublished copy of Fifty Shades or whatever. Whatever the Donatella version of this is. Being a Donatella Versace's assistant must be pure, tough, tough, pure misery. (laughs) Not quite the same sort of mix up, but a mix up nonetheless. We're getting these Kelly Clarkson show clips. Kelly Clarkson show clips and Drew Barrymore show clips are going She's viral ascending. constantly. Kelly's ascending. I mean, who would have thought goes. a Lauren Graham anecdote told on the Kelly Clarkson show would be the sort of thing that went viral, but it did. Well, it did because it's it's about somebody even more famous. So Lauren Graham told a story about how one time she was going shopping and she wasn't famous, but she was an actor. So she was like kind of famous, but not really famous. But she was famous enough to think that if someone was photographing her, that it was for her. And she was annoyed that she was going shopping at Barney's and uh, someone said, I just want you to know the paparazzi are outside. Wait, did this just happen with like James Corden and like Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, it just happened with James Corden and Brad Pitt because he thought they were photographing him, but they were photographing Leonardo DiCaprio. And so... She thought that the paparazzi was coming after her, but it turns out. And he was like, I'll walk you to the car. And I was like, thanks, Nate. I'm so worried. I'm so concerned for my safety. 
And so he, I finished my shopping and I, you know, I was like, thank you so much, sir. I'm ready to go to the car. And he like walks me out to the car and nobody took my picture. Oh my God, was someone else there? <laughs> so I like get in my car and, I, and he was like, he like was so confused. And I, and he, I was, I was like, oh, that they must not be here for me. And he's like, well, you, yeah, Gwen Stefani's also here. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. And it was a real moment because I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm not quite there. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery. That's getting me goes a long that's way. That's getting me conked right out <laughs> and, and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB Distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep, some that's are for true. relaxation, but like I love the sleep ones. They say shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. <laughs> I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm. 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity. And an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD, and I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now we have more pregnancies. Ugh, pregnancy roundup. This is at least a new pregnancy that I didn't know about. Edoxy Bridges, who is Ludacris's wife, is pregnant. For the second time. They okay. already have a kid. For the second time, they are have a kid. Meanwhile, Christine Quinn is still pregnant. Had a crazy baby shower. I mean, she's just... I do love the kind of aesthetic of her not wearing maternity clothes. She's just wearing her old clothes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, I just... She just took them out a little bit? Yeah. yeah. No, not even. They just are stretchy, you know? They just were stretchy, and they're still stretchy, right? I'm looking at this dress that she wore to her baby shower, and I'm trying to imagine, like, whether or not it could have been worn before she was pregnant. And maybe you're right. Maybe she just wore stretchy clothes. I just pray that they filmed that. I know they started filming again. They had to have filmed that baby shower. It was yeah, crazy. That would be the, the biggest mistake ever made by anyone she has iconic bad gaudy taste that i don't think i think is pretty rare now in this weird way where mm -hmm. it's like she has like liberace joan collins taste and like there is something kind of special because all these celebrities again we're gonna get to like we're gonna get to uh big sean's ad tour we're gonna get you know those this like kind of 
mm, who's the designer with the lights? This minimalist, this so like muted minimalist, this like Jenner, rich person, white, all white with big, all white, kind of almost gaudy in its own way, but it's not. It's minimalist Kanye aesthetic thing. When like the true celebrity taste really should be like just ugly. Golden, huge, this theater, maximalist, this, maximalist, a uh, uh, tiger print, a uh, big glass. Like I don't know how to explain. Just like ugly and and crowded. Gay circus. Yeah. yeah. Gay uh-huh. circus. Gay circus. I got this giant uh, marble dog from a you know dealer in Vegas. Like I want that. I don't want to see like one couch in a giant room. Ugh, boring. But it's also a version of it's a version of goth. Like I think she would like to call herself goth, oh, but I really it just means she, she likes the color. She just likes the color black. You know, like that's all it means. No, she loves like, like a shiny black thing. Yeah, glamour mm-hmm. black. It's sort of glamour. like there's something very like like if Ursula, the villain in The Little Mermaid, like came back to life in 2021, she'd be on Selling Sunset and she would be a lot like Christine Quinn. <laughs> you know, like... I wouldn't be like surprised. Emerge, well, she'd emerge. She'd step onto the Santa Monica Pier and be like, I need to be famous. Well, I would argue that... <laughs> remember when Ursula took Ariel's voice and like was like yeah. dark Ariel? I would argue that yeah. Christine Quinn is probably dark Ariel. Like, she is <laughs> Ursula in human form. She's dark Ariel. Like, if you don't think that that could be probable, yeah, that's her. right? Like, that's her. Ursula literally has that power. And Christine Quinn was like, I will give you my voice for my chance at selling real estate on reality TV. <laughs> Things are working out according to my ultimate design. <laughs> Soon I'll have oh. that little mermaid and the an actress, a model, and star of Selling Sunset on Netflix. And most importantly, I'm a businesswoman and a CEO. The sea witch. Oh no, she's gonna. I got it. It's just like you look at this, you look at this photo. So people, this is the battle of two people stories, right? It's like a civil war reenactment over here. Yep, go ahead. Edoxy Bridges, people story. And it says, Ludacris and wife Edoxy Bridges are expecting their second child together. Quote, the greatest gift. And you have photos that she took in the foyer of her house, clearly professionally. A photo of her in a dress that's clearly a maternity dress, posing in front of flowers. Okay, cool. That's it. That's the story. And then you have Christine Quinn coming in here with the headline, Inside Pregnant Christine Quinn's Jungle Chic Baby Shower Inspired by Her Nursery's Wallpaper. It's just gonna be like casual. I just want like stuff going on, like no big deal. Like Cirque du Soleil performers. Okay. Like can we fly them in from Vegas? For sure. I'm thinking like like a zebra here. The zebra? Yeah. Like sexual phantom of the opera. Exactly. It's just like, you can't compete with this woman. You cannot compete with this woman who has Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Justin Makita there. You have Amanza there. You can't compete with Amanza. She even brought the Pussycat Dolls as Jessica Sutta. I mean, define compete. <laughs> I don't think Ludacris' girlfriend is like out here being like, I must compete with the live, like Satan incarnated <laughs> Christine Quinn. It's the Architectural Digest comment you're making where you have 
everyone sort of following the status quo with regards to pregnancy announcements, with regards to everything. And Christine right. is in here doing something completely well, different. Well, that's why and she's a who. That's fun. why she's a perfect it's who. It's really fun. That's why it's she's really a great fun. reality star and a perfect who. You know, because she is out here saying, welcome to my baby shower. I've hired, you know, an astrologist, a zebra, and, you know, I've reincarnated Michael Jackson to come back from the dead and perform us a song. You know, like, it is just everything you could imagine, right? Mm-hmm. I have the hologram. I've got it. And once again, because she's the who, she loves she every every source quote. In every story about Christine Quinn is direct is from, from Christine Quinn. Yeah, it's direct mm-hmm. from the is source. From Christine Quinn. Speaking of Big Sean's Architectural Digest tour, it was interesting because if only he had, he bought a Slash from Guns N' Roses' house, which I thought was fun. That's like basically mm-hmm. the main cool thing about his he house. Mentions, he mentioned Slash multiple times throughout this video. Well, he's like, I bought Slash's house. And I had to clean it very thoroughly. <laughs> Didn't really change the design of it. It was kind of always like this, like all black everything. Um, I got the exact same couches that he had in here before, but I just got new ones because I don't know what the f- he was doing down here. Kept the stripper pole, but it is completely, completely sanitized. Like it is like basically brand new. DJ booth over here. I kept the skulls. Well, I'm calling him a who, but now I'm like, is he? He is a who. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know where I stand on Big Sean's who them status. I I feel like I I feel like he's a them, but I feel like he's. I don't know. Despite his achievements, he still sort. There's something still sort of obscure about him. Yeah. Because he is so soft spoken, and in this video, it's really interesting. Like he's so he's so zen. There's a way that you could be this quiet. Where it would seem like you're disinterested, where it would seem like, why do I have these people in my house? Like, why am I even watching you? But his peacefulness is actually very compelling, and you can tell he loves it. They're there. Yeah, he's just a very calm. I mean, guy, he had he always some drama. About, like, he escaped some drama in his past. He had the he had some Naya Rivera drama that then oh, ended yeah. up being a little bit awkward. You know, obviously, like and tragic and then he had to kind of comment on it which is so insane mm-hmm. that people went to him her ex-boyfriend from years and years and years and years ago and were like oh what do you think about this and then he's like oh you know what i mean like of course yeah. i'm sad you know just because we like broke up in a shitty way and i wrote a song about it Ugh. which good, Ugh, a good yeah. song sorry good song who, who was he dating now janae Iko, right yeah i think so and i think they've been together for a really long time like they're a really cutie couple but they're also kind of a hooey couple because they never, they're so kind of in the background. They that are. Like, they're constantly having to like confirm, like reveal their relationship Which again. Which is funny we because get- I feel like they should have, you know, elevated each other up. Like as a, as like a music couple, it's like a perfect couple in a way. Lindsay, I'm sure you've seen a lot of Shanna Mokler headlines over the years, right? Over the past few months? Wait, over years. the years or over the past few months? I don't know why I said years. <laughs> over the past few months? Well, because I'm sorry that Travis Barker, Courtney Kardashian stuff is relentless. Like, we mm-hmm. get it. She's also kind of like, we get it, which I understand. Exactly. She's, we get it, but she loves telling everyone that we get it. You know, we get it, we get it, we get it. She wakes up and she says, we get it. I'm also like, I get it that she's saying this stuff. Because it's like, people are probably coming to her nonstop. And she's like, I haven't been with him for so long. We just have kids together and they're older. So, like, I get it. And I, and I don't need to see this anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. She's doing her part, though. I don't want to say she's not that's doing true, anything. She true. is doing a little bit. That's true. But we're seeing we're seeing a lot of headlines that are some version of Shanna Mokler says. 
And I started noticing this last month, but I was like, I'm actually going to compile as many as I can. And there are plenty. So we're going to play a game called Shanna Says. Oh, no. Based on headlines that include the phrase Shanna Shanna Mugler Mugler Says. says. Okay. We're going to go in chronological order from whenever Courtney and Travis first got together. (laughs) Kill me. February 20th. 2021 in People Magazine. Shanna Mochler says she's blank for her ex-husband Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. Happy. Thrilled. Happy. Correct. Yeah, you got it. Didn't even have to tell you. She's happy. Okay, next one. Shanna Mochler says she'll be happy for ex-Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian on one condition. Lindsay, what's the condition? A, as long as she's nice to their kids. B, as long as she treats Travis with respect. C, as long as she doesn't, as long as he doesn't go onto her show. D, as long as she doesn't introduce him to Scott Disick. (laughs) A? It's A. Yes, you got it. Okay. The next one's from Just Jared, late February 2021. Travis Barker's ex, Shanna Mochler, says she wasn't dissing his new girlfriend, Kourtney Kardashian. This is a controversy over what, Lindsay? A, an accidental like. B, an overheard complaint on Clubhouse. C, a misunderstood comment on Instagram. Or D, a captionless reposted Instagram story. I gotta go with D, the captionless repost. The most no, big. It's a, Lindsay, it's an accidental like. She Ugh. says she likes all fan comments. And Ugh. she liked one that was mean to Courtney. Liar. Okay. She doesn't co-sign. Okay. Liar. This is from, I believe, The Mirror. We have a great pun at the beginning. Courting favor. Travis Barker's ex, Shanna Mochler, says she wouldn't know Kourtney Kardashian from, quote, blank, but will meet her. What wouldn't Shanna Mochler know Kourtney Kardashian from, Lindsay? A, a stranger on the street. B, a dead dog next door. C, my own ass. Or D, my hole in the wall. A hole in the wall. We, my own ass? Yeah, I don't really understand that one, but yeah. That's correct? No, that's not the right one. Oh. No. It's hole in the wall. Oh, I, I wouldn't know Kourtney Kardashian from a hole in the wall. This is from Cosmo. Shanna Mochler says her mom, quote, blank. Okay? okay. Shanna Mochler says her mom, A, never liked Travis Barker. B, misses Travis Barker. C, doesn't like the Kardashians. D, thinks Kourtney is the best Kardashian. <laughs> this is weird. C? C, she doesn't like the Kardashians. Yeah, well. Okay. Shannon Mochler says Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's PDA is, quote, weird, funny, pathetic, or nasty. <laughs> oh, I know she said, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. She's saying this everywhere. Okay. It's weird. Shannon Mochler, this is from Life and Style. Shannon Mochler says Travis Barker covered her initials with blank. A, Courtney's initials. <laughs> B, a pinup girl. C, a skull. Or D, a big salad. How about a skull? It's a skull. Shanna Mochler says Travis Barker covered her initials with a skull. Isn't that messed up? Yeah, okay. that's messed. Just two more. Short. Shanna Mochler says it's, quote, worth it after blank. Okay? Huh? Okay. After deleting Instagram to avoid seeing pics of them. After getting Travis's tattoo removed. After getting fillers or after getting an ad-free Hulu subscription to catch up on Keeping Up with the Kardashians? <laughs> uh, fillers? No, after getting tattoo, Travis's tattoo removed. Yeah, she got yeah. his name removed from her body. Uh-huh. Okay, then this is the last one. This one's not multiple choice. You have to just fill in the blank. Okay. Shanna Mochler slams, quote, blank after removing tattoo of ex-Travis Barker. What is the most 
prototypical thing for a celebrity to slam. The media? Close. <laughs> Tabloids? One word. Paparazzi? Pops? Tabs? Pops? Media? No, like, the, think of the general public. Fans? Mm, the worst kind of fan. Haters? Haters! <laughs> she slammed the haters. The worst she slammed kind, the haters. The worst kind of fan is the haters. <laughs> She removed Travis Barker's tattoo, and then Good. everyone was like, how dare you remove the tattoo? And then she had to write this, to my newfound haters, nah. to, cl- <laughs> to clarify, since everyone seems to know my personal life, my ex put a skull tattoo over our initials on his hand while his new girl lovingly looked on. That was done with purpose and intent, along with posts to try to insult me and my happiness with my new man. And she put a, she put an accent mark over new, so it's new, my <laughs> new man. Once again... Weird. This was my final session on a tattoo with his name, and I've been removing it for some time. I believe it. I believe it. I, be- I believe it, too. I believe anyway, it. Shanna Mokler says, Shanna says. You know, I literally, we were talking about this. I literally like comments all day long, and I don't even, I didn't even remember what the comment was, and it was clearly in jest. I'm actually super, super happy for both of them. As okay. long as he's happy and she's good to my kids, it's all I care about. I think, I think they make a cute couple. Okay, I don't want to talk about this, but we should talk about it. I don't really want to talk about it either, but I feel like we should talk about it because unfortunately, once Olivia Munn gets involved, things have to appear on this podcast. It has to go on this podcast. John Mulaney is dating Olivia Munn, and it's like pretty much confirmed? Well, people reported the rumor, but it's like mm-hmm. people reporting the rumor means kind of the confirmation or like that, that somebody who is reliable talked about it. This is all very mm-hmm. uncomfortable, not because John Mulaney and Olivia Munn. And whenever Olivia Munn comes up, we like our ears perk up like the dog waiting for her at the door. Have a good day, Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Have a good day, Olivia Wilde. Well, my favorite thing about Olivia Munn is that Olivia Munn is like the sort of celebrity where it's truly a crapshoot as to what her coverage is going to be. She could be on the cover of Vogue. She could be getting attention for yelling at the fuck girls. She could be starting a new, you know, dog walk business or she could be dating literally anyone i was remembering like i was you know she her name came up so all people were talking about remember when she did this remember when she did this and do you remember when there were like these rumors that she had gone out to dinner with chris pratt right and then Mm -hmm. like she texted anna ferris to apologize or something or say it's not true and then shared the text messages and we had to read them yep 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 just like very weird like uh, not every woman is scorned and upset after a breakup, Munn wrote. Not every woman is furious at another woman for dating her ex. So even if I was dating Pratt, 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 some tabloids got me and Anna Ferris all wrong. Women respect and love each other. And then, like, th- she posted the text exchange. Like, there's that. There were rumors that she was somebody who uh, Justin Timberlake cheated on Jessica Biel with. She has a dating history that involves a lot of people in relationships, like in mm-hmm. steady relationships. She also dated Aaron Rodgers. I think that was pretty above the board. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think of her other dating stuff. But anyways, she's just one of those characters that she, whenever she's in the news, as you said, it's always very unclear what it's going to be for. It's uh, She's unpredictable. I don't want to call her chaotic because I don't think she's chaotic. I just think she's unpredictable. But the thing is, she's never... When is she in the news for the work that she's doing? I have to say that. When is she... For her WAG startup, like the... For her, like, pet stuff, her pet activism, and whenever she's just like... When she was in the newsroom, she was written up like that. Like, she's in good things sometimes. Yeah. You know? 
I just but, th- but that's what makes her so interesting to me because right. like she she spans the the gamut. You There's know, she also runs the gamut. A very weird article from HuffPost from many years ago in 2015 where she says she's obsessed with John Mulaney. Quote: We were at a wedding together, and I was like, Oh my gosh, do you and your fiance want to go have dinner or something and go hang out? She said during a HuffPost live interview at the time, Mun was dating Will Forte. I forgot she dated Will Forte. She likes funny men. She she also dated Jason Sudeikis. She's mm-hmm. all over SNL. While Mulaney was engaged to makeup artist Anne-Marie Tendler, who he eventually married. And what's kind of we're getting to now is that, anyways, basically John Mulaney is fresh out of rehab, is doing stand-up in New York City. And it's all kind of material about being in rehab, which is really difficult because when a comedian's personal life that is, you know, they say, you know, celebrities are like, you know, I don't want to talk about my personal life. But when your comedy is your personal life, because that's the way that comedy often works, you know, that mm-hmm. the the deepest pain is the funniest comedy sometimes. And so it's weird because to have this come out right now is the is mm-hmm. kind of just the weirdest timeline. Right. Because we're talking yeah. about Olivia Munn in a gossipy way because she has created a lot of fucking gossip in her career. <laughs> but it's really something that I don't want to involve John Mulaney and because he is of someone who is in a sensitive situation right now and it's not fun to talk about somebody in a gossip way when they're fresh out of rehab right I mean that's not they really should be doing work on themselves not having people magazine report rumors about them which is why I think like this is the sort of this is the topic that we want to approach with less speculation than normal and more just like explaining what about this is so strange and uncomfortable and surprising to people it's just like because you you are like you said, because it's John Mulaney, you want to be as sensitive as possible. But at the same time, he chose to date someone who is constantly getting coverage, Olivia Munn. And so coverage like, that is that not mean? like, you know, ex- cool coverage, like positive mm-hmm. coverage, very gossipy coverage. And but also it's just like John Mulaney, especially now, whenever whenever one of your faves, whenever anyone gets out of rehab, you want the best for them. And so, of course, people are like, why is he like what? Why? What are you thinking? But really, is that even up for us to say? Because we don't know Olivia Munn's deal. We don't know her entire deal. <laughs> I kind of know her deal, a little of her deal. It's just, it's just such a strange and surprising situation. Like it's so surprising, and I understand why everyone wanted to talk about this. I understand the impulse to talk about this breathlessly. In terms of our purposes, what I realized while looking at people's reactions and the news and how it was getting reported was John Mulaney is them because John mm-hmm. Mulaney is getting talked about like them and everybody Never knows who he that. is and didn't expect mm-hmm. that. So if anything, that's news to me. But how I can relate that to the actual conversation we're having is I think John Mulaney is like famous now and it sucks to be famous. And I don't think and being fit, he almost is like too famous now for him, for his mm-hmm. own situation. Like exactly. He went, yeah. he went under the radar for a really long time successfully and now is not and I think also you go under the radar when you have a wife for a really long time that no that is not a famous person so then you don't really Mm -hmm. deal with that type of stuff so when you get divorced from your wife she puts out a message that's like uh, kind of the statement was very much like I didn't make this decision I don't know if you want to read it it said it said I am heartbroken that John has decided to end our marriage I mean it it pointed she puts the entire blame on him I wish him support and success as he continues his recovery. Like, I think that 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 statement also just kind of encapsulates everything about this John Mulaney, Olivia Munn thing that's uncomfortable, where it's like, we wish him the best, but this is sad. <laughs> like, it's sad. It's weird. Um, and also, like, there was a piece by Jesse David Fox and Vulture kind of, like, going through what his 
comedy is like now because he went to go see him at whatever city winery or which something. Which I hate that his week. comedy has become gossip and news because it, it's he's working on new comedy and people right. are reporting it like it's gossip and news and it's entertainment. Exactly. But I think that, that it's just a good way of thinking about what's going on now where it's like he's rehearsing his comedy now. Like he's fig- he's still in the stage where he's trying to figure out what he wants to say, how he wants to say it, what he wants to do. And not, none of this has polished yet. And so that's kind of how I'm looking at this like Olivia Munn thing. I think he's like <laughs> trying to figure out the next stage of his life. Right. And this current like transitional period right. involves Olivia Munn in some way. Yeah. I think the only thing worth remembering is that like the the breakup I think is getting forgotten. I think the Olivia Munn sucked the the oxygen out of the room and we forgot that like there's a lot of like sadness and darkness when it comes to his divorce. Yeah, I also think that he is he his the character of John Mulaney is kind of this light is light person, but he obviously mm-hmm. is not a light person. And mm-hmm. when people were saying, oh, he's Pete Davidson's sober buddy, or he's Pete Davidson's, I don't know if they've ever said sober buddy, but he's his mentor. He's healthy. Uh, John Mulaney's taking Pete Davidson on tour. It's going to be so great because he's so healthy. It's like, clearly that wasn't the case. Clearly they were mm-hmm. partying together. You know, mm-hmm. we just had this kind of assumption and about John Mulaney as a person that just wasn't true so it also shows how you know how little we know (laughs) how little you know about someone and how their public persona can really hide a lot I think the people who really paid attention to John Mulaney's comedy knew that he wasn't this like light and airy person he had there his Mm -hmm. comedy was not light it it was it had darkness to it too even his Mm -hmm. kids show was kind of like dark humor in a way it wasn't all even though there were children or whatever so I don't know. I mean, I'm curious to see what happens. I think everybody's curious to see what happens. Yeah. But I think it's this weird thing where people are rep- people are talking about the gossip and are saying, what the fuck, Olivia Munn? But then people are also saying, what the fuck to the people saying what the fuck? Because like yeah. they're saying, well, what the fuck? How dare you talk about this gossip for this person who is clearly in recovery? So you have these two sides being like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And it's just like mm-hmm. a really, it makes it really difficult it- to parse. When I just think ultimately everyone does want the best for this guy. Before we go to Rita, we could have skipped this and gone right to Rita, but we can't skip this. I've never seen this in my life, Lindsay. I'm cracking up. Not in my life. I'm cracking up because last week I put, we talked about this very briefly and I cut it because it just wasn't, it was such a snippet, but I was laughing at this Daily Mail headline about Jana Kramer, who, as you know, just divorced her husband or is announced a divorce from her husband. They had the podcast together. He cheated on her constantly, but they all had this whole thing going where like she knew and da 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 da. Okay. Yeah. The headline is Jana Kramer admits the timing of her boob job is, quote, interesting, but but she's really happy with the results, dot, 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 <laughs> amid heartbreaking divorce from Mike Cawson. So it's like the Daily Mail's obsessed with this because she got a boob job and she's like, yes, I understand that the timing is interesting. I just announced my divorce. And then I so I laughed at that. But then this has like a double this is like a double story because then I open my I open Who Weekly's Instagram and here she is. Holding her very nice boobs, the boob job she got. She got nice boobs, nice new boobs. And it says, the ne- this next chapter, the next me is free. She's happy even by herself. Hashtag Natrell partner. I'm like, who's Natrell? Who is Natrell? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm grateful to all of you who have helped me find my strength. No one can take it away from me again. Swipe left for important safety information. I'm like... What drug did she... What is this spawn for? What is Natrell? Natrell. Breast implants. So this genius got free breast implants (laughs) for spawn. 
fun. And is now posting automatically scrolling safety information on the second slide of her Instagram. I'm just blown away. I'm blown away. I've never seen I'm, full breast implant spawn before. I've never seen breast implant spawn either. And also uh, in the Daily Mail article that you comp that you were quoting, it has screenshots of the stories that she made where like the Instagram stories. Hashtag Natrell, hashtag whole, ad. This whole process, she was promoting the surgeon. It was all, I mean, this whole thing was documented. And in retrospect, it's obviously like that was part of the deal. She had to show her whole journey from beginning to end to show, you know, how relatable it is and how like any anyone can do this. I went to the Natrell website and like the way that these implants are advertised is funny to me because they're using a word that i equate with another form of wellness what's that gummy gummy what does that mean everything is gummy what? that's i guess the new breast implant technology it's not silicone it's, it's not gummy saline they're called gummy and it's it's chomp, the chomp. number one i want to take implant. a bite <laughs> what do you mean and they show all these they show these three sizes of implant and they are Lindsay. hold on Hold on to your tits. Well, they mine are gummy. gummy. Now I need them. <laughs> they are they are gummy, gummier, and gummiest. <laughs> yeah. That is how this website promotes its breast implants. Gummy, gummier, gummiest. I wonder if like they ran out of words, you know, because like everything else has been like negatively <laughs> Everything's associated. Taken. It's like wow, gummy. There's a there's a thing that says, what does gummy mean? And it says gummy describes the <laughs> Gummy describes the con- the consistency of the silicone gel in Natrell Inspira breast implant. Right. This gummy-like gel sticks together, and it has the tendency to hold its shape. <laughs> Each implant in our collection has a different level of cohesivity, or what surgeons may refer to as gummy. This is like when I was buying a couch, and they made me sit on all these different <laughs> downs, and I was like... They were like, this one is softer. This one's harder. This one's firmer. And I'm like, I cannot feel a difference. Like, This is I don't, down alternative. I don't want to be rude, but I can, well, I bought the more expensive one because I'm a dumbass. But I was like, I cannot feel the difference between these. I didn't say that. But I'm like, I feel crazy. Low plus moderate, full, and extra full for the types of the gummies. I think she, gummy, yeah, the she got the gummies. Well. Yeah, she got the gummies. Congrats. For free, I hope. Yeah, I've never she seen breast implants. Bond. It's And it's important to remind you, you have to look at this on Instagram because the second slide is the like FDA required oh, God, uh, The auto scroll and the FDA required stuff and is so funny. And it auto scrolls, y'all. It auto scrolls. I have to say. This is actually genius. This is so this cynical. Is, but do you think she secured the breast implant spawn when she knew she was going to announce her divorce so she could do it at the same time? <laughs> she did. She did. I knew. I, yes. She did. The other, meanwhile, the other queen of Spawn, Tori Spelling, the other queen of Shameless Spawn commented is the top comment. Top of the comments. Love you for finding your beautiful inner voice. We are all grateful for your strength. You inspire us. You inspire all of us moms. Love you, Mama XO. This woman knows the importance of proving engagement, and she just helped Jana out by like she did adding engagement up at she the top. She did. Okay, let's do Rita. We've been recording for so long. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Here's the thing. Rita Ora is da- dating and has been dating Taika Waititi for a while, but now they are I going can't. out on the town and PDAing in front of the past. The pictures this is new. of them this is clasping new. hands and laughing, I'm like, 
It's like so real to me. But also they're both trolls and he's like a funny guy. I know. He knows that this is funny. It's funny. But maybe Kiwi he's... director Taika Waititi I mean, and British funny, singer Rita also... Ora pack on the PDA. Okay, but it's funny. But also Rita Ora is fucking hot. Like he's having the time yeah. of his life. So was he. Also so was okay, he. Okay, I'm just saying sh- no, but she's hot. Come on. I mean, he's fine. He's fine. He's funny. He's hot. Whatever. She's Rita Ora is like a fucking goddess. Like he should be lucky <laughs> to like get to hang out with her. She's fun <laughs> and hot. <laughs> Beauty and brains too. She literally is I'm like. Look at her bucket hat. Her bucket hat stylist. She looks good in a bucket hat. Who looks good in a bucket hat? Freaking Rita Ora. I mean, a lot of people don't. I don't though. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I just simply. No, I just simply. Don't. I don't. So that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't. I think it's rare. She's never leaving Sydney. Best of luck to her. We'll see you on Friday with another call-in episode. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for twice-weekly bonus episodes. Uh, we watched The Woman in the Window last week. We talked about Ben and Jennifer last week. God knows what we're going to do this week. It's always a crapshoot. But we also have your own call-in line, too. So you can call in. Skip the uh, skip the main show if you just want to call us on the Patreon line. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing the Rita theme song. Oh my god, I'm like exhausted. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman?